Project Management Insights, providing project managers with professional development in the interpersonal skills areas of leadership, team building and communication. Hi, welcome to this edition of Project Management Insights. Today I want to talk to you about remote teams, working with remote teams. And it's been interesting for me sitting talking and considering this in the last few days because remote teams for me are not only people that are really virtual in a, in the sense that they're not working with you in the office generally, but have you considered that remote teams are also teams in other sites, especially if you work in a very large corporate where there are multiple sites across capital cities within your country or state, wherever it is that your business operates. What I've noticed is that the same things apply in these instances to if I was working with a truly remote team that might be in another country or people working virtually from their own places, their own homes. So let's talk about some of the things that create difficulties when you're working with remote teams. First of all, have you considered the different culture? And here we're talking about things like country of origin, culture is going to be different, different backgrounds and working environments, the culture is different. And if we are talking about large organisations where there is a separate site or a different site, then have you considered that the culture within that site is different to where you might be working, which, for instance, might be at head office? Culture is one of those really interesting things that impacts a lot on how we see things, how we do things, how we interact, how we communicate. I found that culture plays a big part uh, and I've worked within some very, very large organisations within Australia. So one of the largest insurers in Australia, for instance, that had sites across multiple places, including all of the large capital cities around Australia. And the culture in each of those offices was so very, very different to what it was where I was working, which was at head office in Melbourne, Victoria. And so have a think about the differences and the different cultures of the places, the place itself. Is it a capital city office that these people are working out of? Is it remote as in in the outback or in a small town area? The culture is then going to be very, very different to what it is if you are working in the large corporate office in a capital city. So consider the culture, consider the differences in the culture when you are working with these remote teams. Now, the one thing that this change in culture or shift in culture creates is oftentimes stories about what it means if you work at head office or in the main office or a large city office. 
There will be a story that this group of people might have about you and who you are and how you operate and what's important. And this can often lead to a lack of trust. And that lack of trust is going to impact on your ability to be seen as working with them, working for them, wanting their support. Trust, as we know, is a very important part of any relationship. And so it's going to build time, going to take time to build the trust that's required with the people in these remote teams or remote offices that you will be working with in your project. Uh, Now, language may be another barrier or issue in working with remote teams. You might be working with a team that's from a completely different country that doesn't speak your native language. Or there might be very limited people on the team that speak your native language. And this is something to consider, and it's very important, especially when you're considering communication, because these team members won't necessarily have the same understanding of acronyms, the use of technical words that you use each and every day. And they also might have a different meaning or a different understanding of a word, part of the culture, and what, and therefore that will create an, an impact and, and create, I suppose, confusion or sometimes uncertainty with the remote team and, the, and those remote team members that you're working with. So communication and making sure that your communication is clear and well understood is going to be very important. How do you do this? Well, this is about asking those questions, the clarifying questions to just understand whether the message that the person or the team at the other end has received is the message that you are actually delivering. Just confirm with them that they're clear on exactly what it is that you're asking them to do or you're wanting them to participate in because this is the only way that you are going to gather the certainty and be clear as to whether they did get the message the way that you delivered it or not. Now, different time zones, of course, is going to impact on your ability to work with working with remote teams. And it needs to be considered and factored into any scheduling that you do. Because if you're in a large country, whether it be the USA or England or Australia, and you were working with remote teams in India, for example, or in other parts of Asia, they're on a different time zone to you, and your day is their night, their day is your night, and so you're in a completely different space around deliverables. So when you say the something is deliverable today, November 19, November 19 for them might be yesterday or it could be tomorrow. And so you need to understand the differences in when you are scheduling meetings and catch-ups. You need to be aware of the time differences when you are creating your project plans and project schedules and you have timeframes. You need to be fully cognizant of the fact that you're putting it in your schedule as the 19th of November, your time, 
well, what day is that? When is that a day before or the day after for the people that are working in your remote teams? Just something to consider because, as I said, these sorts of things impact on your ability to uh, deliver on time and know that things are actually being met and being delivered and the difference in you being um, following in following up things, of course, you don't if you if you're not clear on the time zone differences and the way that the other t- remote teams operate, then you are not going to be clear in your messaging. You're not going to be following up in the correct way because you might be following up and it's too early. They think they've got another day because for them that day is the day after where you are or you know that sort of thing will create problems if you're not aware of it and switched on and thinking about it when you are working with those remote teams. Now communication and the ability to use technology to meet up, connect, have uh, chats available, make sure that you have teleconferencing or phone video accessibility to be able to connect up with these teams and really connect with them uh, is going to be very important and it's one of the best things that you can do. And I would say the same things about people in other offices, remote offices, offices that are not where you are. Teleconferencing for me is been, has been the best thing that's helped me understand the people, get close to them and communicate in a way that is clearer and more open. When I can watch their body language and get a sense of who's in the room, what's going on, rather than it just being a phone call uh, where I'm not, I can't see people or whether it's in messaging or emails, again, where I can't see and maybe misinterpreting what's going on, the best thing to do is to get onto those video conferencing in whatever format it is. These days, there's Zoom um, that allows you to set up conferencing rooms uh, with video capability. Hopefully, you have that capacity within your own organizations to do that. But I would recommend using one of those tools and or a chat platform. A chat platform and having that ability to get immediate feedback is very, very valuable. The communication can't be stressed enough. The more communication that you have and the more open you are in communication, the more that the people on the remote teams feel that they can communicate with you, the better off and easier your life is going to be managing your project and the more you are going to get out of the team that's working in that remote environment for you. Hopefully these few tips will help you in making your life easier working with your remote teams. What other problems and things do you have working with remote teams? Let me know and let's see if we can address it in a future episode of Project Management Insights. Until next time. Thank you for listening to this Project Management Insights podcast. Be sure to visit projectmanagementinsight.com and sign up for our monthly newsletter or to receive updates on upcoming training.